When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Off the Hook. Bearing on offthehooksports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook podcast at offthehooksports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Welcome to the program. It is a Friday with Amanda LeBron. I'm Dave Hooker. We want you to hit that subscribe and like button so that we can be a part of your day. All kinds of good content coming from our YouTube page. So again, we did the research. 80% of the people who watch haven't actually subscribed yet. So please stop, hit that subscribe button. We'd greatly appreciate it. A big show on tap, Josh Ward. Coach Lance, as the one, the only Amanda LaPrada has the T-shirt on. Coach Lance will join us. Also, gray jerseys. And now we're just going to give elementary school athletes NIL money. Apparently, it is filtering down at least to the high school level. All that and more. Amanda LaFrada, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, Dave. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Pulling off the Coach Lance shirt. Can you do the dab? It does like no. a it's the, no, I'm good. I think that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, so I, I threw out a poll question yesterday because I was just honestly curious. So in previous roles, I've been somewhat insulated from some of the fan base. So it's time for the down and dirty at 30. Great jerseys yesterday announced. And I was just curious, Amanda, I put it on our Twitter page it, what type of response it would get? Because I told you yesterday, I said, Amanda, I really sometimes have to think hard whether or not Tennessee wears orange or white at home, which I know some people are out there like Dave is an absolute insane idiot. But I just don't pay attention to numerals or jerseys. I, I, I can see body movements. I can tell you who a player is based off the position they're playing and their body movement. You know, there are some numbers like 16 that stand out to me. There are some jerseys 
like that Maryland jersey, the Under Armour thing that stands out to me. But as a whole, they don't resonate with me. Do they resonate with you? Because there was quite the reaction yesterday. Um, I mean, yeah, they do. I know that, you know, visitors wear white or whatever their other color is. Most of the time it's white. And the home team wears your primary color. So I know at Tennessee, it's, you know, orange at home, white is away. I mean, I think everyone knows that. In baseball, it's backwards. I didn't know. I didn't realize that. Baseball, right. it's backwards. Um, and I think, but, be, I think at the NBA, it's home team's choice. Could be wrong on that. Thing. I don't know of anybody that watches the NBA. I do. But again, I don't pay attention to jerseys, so I can't really tell you. Yeah, I have no idea. But I just know at, at least in football, and I, I do pay attention to jerseys in, in football, and it's primary color, home, white away. Okay. Gotcha. Except for Oregon. Oregon's got – it's my favorite, favorite, favorite of all time game day um, sign. And it's like 7,523 uniforms and the big O, the Oregon Duck O, right. zero national championships. And I'm like, Very I love true. that sign. So yeah, great. at this point, when Phil Knight started to get more involved with that and Nike – who would have thought that 20 years later they would not have won a national championship because there was so much money being poured in. I think everybody thought that. Now, we didn't know the run 20 years ago that Saban was going to go on. But I also don't think we knew, and you hate this term, how much easier it is to get the war daddies in the South, the big defensive tackles that play up front. I'm serious. As opposed to being up in Oregon, I think that's always going to be a struggle to get four or five founders. But Wisconsin, and I know they're not, you know, Iowa, Wisconsin, the the corn fed boys up there. I mean, they're the same. The lines. I mean, all Watt brothers came from Wisconsin, so it's hard to say that it's easier to get them down south. What? Are you saying you think Oregon should start to recruit Wisconsin? Is that the goal? No, but I think that we can't say it's just in the South because... I'm not saying just, but the higher percentage of athletes that are passionate about football is in the South. I mean, uh, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but the corn-fed ones are in... But then why is the SEC so dominant? I bet they don't get all their players from the South. So, I bet you if you did a research, I bet 80% of the big defensive tackles that I'm talking about that are difference makers, I bet they're from the South. I would bet. All right, I'll challenge you on that. Okay. All right. It is uh, a lunch bet. I think we've already got one of those going, but uh, more news as well as in. Yesterday, in addition to the gray jerseys, they had the news that uh, Deshaun Watson will be suspended for 11 games. Uh, Amanda and I were joking because we had heard every number. We had heard 6, 10, 12, 8, full season. All of them were nice, well-rounded numbers. Amanda, now we hear 11. And is it does it not feel like the NFL just wanted to be different? Like, you can't tell us what to do. I thought so until I saw that their game right after that is the Texans. After 
after the suspension. So they wanted to bring you. So they made it a made-for-TV event. Yes, they did. As per NFL usual, at least that's what I saw. Back from his sexual assault suspension, there is only alleged one. alleged sexual assault suspension, but nobody can seem to agree on whether or not he did it. It is the one, the only Deshaun Watson. Meanwhile, you have Tyreek Hill running around. But that's fine. You know, virtue signal, people. Virtue signal. Everything's just rolling along for the NFL. Uh, Yeah, and Mitchell says they wanted them to play the Texans first. John's saying week one of high school football is here. Absolutely. Cody's saying the NCAA needs to stop playing around, threatening penalties for flopping. Make these kids sit out a minimum of two drives. Problem I got with that, Cody, is I don't want a young man saying I got to stay in a little bit longer in hopes of not missing an extended period of time, but I may just be hurt. That is my biggest concern with that, and I think players will do that. So, I mean, I agree with that, but what's the difference in staying in? If you're really hurt, you're going to get off the field. Well, you would you hope. You would hope. I think some guys would force through some injuries. That that that's the concern, at least. That's the concern. Uh, and as far as the five million dollar Watson suspension, I mean, he got paid what twenty million dollars last year to sit at home. So I don't. The, those type of numbers just don't even start to resonate with me anymore. It translate. It translates to like on an average um, person in the U.S., twelve hundred dollars is what it translates to. So like if, if you if you did that math on it, the average household uh, income, or yeah, yeah. So that's not a lot. Um, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers coach Todd Bowles was non-committal on Thursday when asked uh, by reporters about a date for quarterback NF uh, quarterback Tom Brady his return. He's been gone since August the 11th for what's described as quote personal things. So it's one of those things. That on Monday, Amanda, you and I might reconvene, and this is absolutely nothing. But this also could be the first seed of, wait, something's going on. And I do remember distinctly hearing, oh, Peyton Manning may have an issue with his hand and his grip. Um, And then that grew into, uh uh-oh, he can't really throw a football anymore. And that grew into the Colts cutting him and going to the Broncos. Now, I'm not saying the Bucs cut Brady, they're going to sit there and wait and see what he wants to do. But I just wonder if this personal issue that we don't know about, and it's none of my business, grows into something a little bit more serious in the coming days. Maybe not. Maybe he just shows up at practice and everything's cool on Monday. But I just... But what does Tom Brady need to practice for? I exactly. mean, really. Exactly. No one, he's not Kyler Murray. He knows the plays. He's, he's fine. He doesn't need to practice. He's, what, 45 or something? Yeah, if if he's just taking the time off because he knows he can, and yes, he would like to see his son climb a wall in Beijing. I don't know. I'm just coming up with something. But if that's what he wants to see, if that's what he wants to do, yes, he deserves that right. He's one of the few. I'm talking about practice. Well, he has earned that. But yes. I, just, I just always wonder um, when I see a story like that, and Mitchell saying G- Giselle is upset. That he should have just stayed. Retired. Yes, that's what I've heard too. I heard that Giselle's upset. 
um, that he should have just stayed retired. And she, this is of course rumors and that she wanted him to go to Miami if he wasn't going to be retired. And he did not do that. And so she's upset. And I think somebody said the only reason he's playing this year is because Adam Schefter ruined his retirement announcement by announcing it first. Right. Yeah. Uh, Like, Oh, that's great. Yeah. He's going to retire early and in hopes of doing that. I don't see that being the case. I do see being the case that uh, Giselle is putting the pressure on him. Would I be surprised early next week if he said, you know, I think I am just going to hang it up. Wouldn't stun me. I mean, he's he's starting to become a little bit like a Brett Favre in that I'm going to retire. I'm not. I'm going to retire. No, he's not. He yeah. did not. He said it one time and then came back. Brett yeah. Favre said it like 10. Just a little bit. Oh, y'all are just reaching because you don't want Tom Brady. I'm not reaching. He, well, he, you have to admit that he held the Patriots against their will, so to speak. I mean, right? Um, he gave up money to build a team around him. So, no, he didn't hold up the Patriots. He actually ended up doing the Patriots a favor because who were they going to take? Like, they had Jimmy Garoppolo. We saw how well that's worked out. Yeah, it was a bad sign when he went to San Francisco and he thought it was appropriate to date uh, an adult film actress first out of the shoot. Well, Gronk did it, so why not? I guess it kind of depends on what they look like to some extent. All right, so coming up on the yeah, coming up on the program, it will be Josh Ward. We'll have a visit with Josh, brought to you by Zool Beer Company. Zool Beer Company is the official craft beer of Off the Hook Sports. Zool Beer Company has an award-wide winning beer selection. That's hard to say, so I say it slow. They also Mm -hmm. have the panoramic view of downtown. You can go hang out. Zool Beer Company, go to ZulBeer.com. That's X-U-L Beer.com for those in the listening audience. And that's the Down and Dirty at 30. We get each day started at 8.30 weekdays, Monday through Friday. So always uh, love to do that. And let's go ahead and get to today's tough question. Today's tough question is brought to you by our friends at Honeybee Coffee and Honeybee Coffee. The bee, not the bucks, Amanda. It's just that simple. Yes, it is a wonderful coffee. It is top 5% beans in the world. Like, veteran-owned. Love, like, literally just, I love this coffee. It is so good. I've already gone through my bag. Google Honeybee. Like it. You will love it. Today's tough question is right now brought to you by Honeybee Coffee. We do our research. Have you done your you know what sounds even better, Amanda? Would you like to know? The bell? Uh, the bell sounds great. That does sound great. You would think people would know at this point, especially my wife, that this is not the best texting time. But what really does help, because I think Amanda deserves this, is every bit of the production element that we can produce. And that is right here. And yes, the research. We're working like heck. Today's tough question. What's the real debate? You sipping my soup, eh, Guadalupe? Exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker and Amanda LaFrada. You drinking my sake, Kimosabi? Oh, my God. Somebody's got a case of the Fridays. Um, 
Who has got the case of the Fridays? You? Not in a good way, just in a way that my lighting's better. I've been working on lighting all morning, and I've been uh, so does that look better? Look better? Mm-hmm. That's shiny. That's great. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Thanks. All right. So, what do you got? Today's tough question. Are we going jerseys? Because that's what I did yesterday, uh, just for fun. We don't have to do that. But can we? No, because you've done it. Right. Can we at least revisit the voting? Because I'm curious. I purposely not looked. On the jerseys? Yes. Or on the who is your favorite Tennessee player? Let's do both. Let's reset it from yesterday. Do both, and then we'll get rolling with the pressure. All right. So yesterday's tough question was who is your favorite Tennessee player of all time? There's still 16 minutes left if you want to get your vote in, if you didn't get the chance yesterday. All right. So that was the answer, or that was the the vote, is 54% is Peyton Manning. Coming in second is other with 25%, although only one person told us who the other one was. And then... Third is Eric Berry with 16.7%, which I think he should have gotten more. And then Condridge Holloway with 4%. Okay, so Peyton was first and Other was second? Yeah. That tells me Peyton's still pretty popular, though, if you could pick Other. I mean, of course, it's Peyton's always popular. Everybody knows Peyton Manning. Like, that's right. Not thing, but, I mean, but, I mean, you're talking about your favorite. That surprises me that 40 I mean, what percentage? Of Peyton? Yes. 54. Wow. Surprises me that at least half the people wouldn't say other or someone else. Well, they said 20, 25% said other, but did not elaborate as right. to which other I, I guess person. if you were drinking Peyton in the field, I would have thought Peyton would have gotten 30%. The field got 70 But nevertheless. Yeah. All right, so the other question we asked was, Gray jerseys, do you care? And go ahead and tell us right here. You can weigh in via text and tell us, are you happy with the gray jerseys? Nah, hate them, or don't really care. It doesn't really resonate with me. I stated that earlier. Uh, Amanda does pay attention to jerseys, but do Tennessee fans. So the smoky grays, I asked the question yesterday. Yes, no, um, don't care, and what are the results on that? So the love it awesome category is at 57%. So 57% of, yes, the votes love the gray jerseys. I don't blame them. I I like them. If you're going to change your jerseys, change them. Don't do it as many times as Oregon's done it. And please, for the love of God, do not do the chrome helmets. I think those should be outlawed. This is ridiculous. The sun bounces off of those things and just blinds you. In person or on TV? Anywhere, everywhere. They're okay. chrome, and they, especially like Notre Dame, the gold chrome helmets. I don't even know how that should be a thing. Like, if you're playing against them and the sun beats down on one of their heads, you're blinded. I like them. Of course you do. Ouch. Um, I really do. And I, I liked them specifically in the Super Regionals. And you like, I'm assuming you like the Bluefield, Boise State. No, no. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because before they stripe it, when they have it replaced, 
uh, birds think it's a pond, so they dive into it, and there's a bunch of dead birds all over the field before they stripe it. And I don't believe in killing birds. I know you you may see that differently, but I don't believe birds should be killed. Why would I think birds should be killed? And that's for you to justify in your mind, Amanda. So twenty six point seven percent said that uniforms don't matter, and then seventeen percent say orange and white only. Okay, so that. That 10 years ago would have been a more significant number of the orange and whites. I can go ahead and, and tell you that. Well, okay. that's because the gray was like a big uh, doomsday well, thing. And the black was a big fiasco, the way they ran it out there, and it looked like middle school jerseys with uh, Lane Kiffin. It'll never look like middle school at Alice Nest Barbecue. It'll look like the place that you need to go to be the best barbecuer possible. Barbecue, not a food. It's a method. It's all about slowly cooking meat at low temperatures. Man, it is awesome. They've got the grills. They've also got the rubs, the sauces. They've got it all right there. And they've got the wood pellets you're going to love. Owl's Nest Barbecue right next door to Steve Ray's Midnight Oil. Again, Steve Ray's Midnight Oil. So as we talk about some of the coolest jerseys, we ask you to like and subscribe to this video so we can bring you more on your youtube page amanda what are your favorite college football jerseys because i've got one that might surprise you and our listeners can text if they would like to i've always loved 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 the ucla powder blue jerseys i just have always thought they were such a cool looking jersey so what football jersey catches amanda lafrada's eye um well are we doing today's tough question or are we not doing that anymore yes let's do today's tough question okay um so my today's tough question is the as i don't know if you've seen it i sent it to you the ncaa is asking for teams to rat out other teams on the nil so they're they're asking people to okay. rat out other colleges okay. on, on NIL violations. So my today's tough question was going to be of all the colleges that could possibly be ratted out, who do you think is going to get the most coming at them? And I was gonna have Texas AM, Miami, Alabama. You know, USC or something like that. I don't know who well, else is preface getting. this with I don't think anybody gets in trouble because the NCAA isn't a real thing anymore. So let me let me preface it with that. Okay. But if anybody of those group of that group does get in more trouble, I'm gonna say Miami because they've been sloppy about it in the past. I think they'll have people that are Saturday alumni that didn't necessarily go to the school there that just want to be involved with something and they'll find that the Dolphins and Heat are too expensive. And I think that they will funnel money through the University of Miami because it's... So, wait, the Dolphins in Heat? And Heat. So And Heat. Yeah. The Dolphins in Dolphins, Heat. Are we, we, hashtag no Dolphins in Heat. Although I, heard that, although I have been told, because I almost did one, the Dolphin Tour, that that is common, that they get uh, excited. But you do the swimming with Dolphins? They no, do, I don't. I don't they do warn do you about that. 
And there's videos of that. It happens. Okay. I didn't know where we were going with the... I did one. Like, maybe we should rephrase it sometimes. You know what I mean? Fair. Like, maybe I participated in Loose swimming. Pro- yes. Well, no, I didn't because of that. Loose okay. pronoun usage. Yeah, I didn't want the Dolphins in Heat tour. I just wanted to swim with Dolphins, pet them on the head tour. And turns out that they can be all-inclusive, if you know what I mean. That's fun. So today's tough question okay. is... So today's tough question is going to be if the NCAA, no the Deshaun NCAA, no, no, why would we do Deshaun? Everybody just hang that up. Hang it up. Hang it up. Thirsty. Talk oh, about no. Wrong. Okay, so what's the question? So the NCAA is asking for teams or schools to rat each other out. That's what's happening. So is it should you or or who would be or who's most likely to be or? Yeah, it's the NCAA is asking for schools to rat each other out on NIL violations. Which team do you think is going to be ratted out the most? I'm going to go Miami. So is that a selection? Yeah, that's going to be a selection. Okay, so I'll vote on Miami. What are the other possibilities? Now, you have to include Tennessee in there, right? Because the Nico alleged payment made so much news. I mean, I guess you do. I, I would say, like, well, I wouldn't say, I would say Texas. Well, you have Texas, you have Texas A&M, you have um, Miami, and a lot of people are going to say Alabama just because of how many people are now Alabama's turning. I wouldn't have Alabama on there. Um, I would have your other three and then probably an other. But listen, come on. If you're going to vote other, you have to comment on for, for those lists. I have- see. I hate putting the other out there because people will just be like other. And then. Well, definitely like- Texas A&M and Miami, and who's the fourth? Do you want to do Tennessee? Does anybody else have a suggestion here on the fourth person? Um, uh, as far as fourth, yeah, I, I wonder, I do wonder about Southern Cal because with the Malachi Nelson quarterback just immediately shifting over, I know he had a relationship with Lincoln Riley, but I can't help but wonder there was a promise of cash made. So if you want to add Southern California in there, I think there's reason to do that. If you don't think that's a good fit, then I'm open. Okay. Say what you take, you want to take two minutes to think about it, two minutes to think about it. And then I want to remind you that on Sunday, the big event, it is just two days away it is the kickoff to football season, and they will be at Big Orange Phillies in downtown halls on Maynardville Pike. It'll be Princeton Fant. It'll be uh, Butcher Lumpus will be there as well, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Former Vol Jabari Davis, too, so get down there. We want to see you. We will be there. Again, the Heart Halls, it is very easy to find on Maynardville Pike, 6625 Maynardville Pike. Big Orange Phillies, that's Big Orange Phillies. It is family friendly and has all kinds of great things to do. 
like billiards, darts, and the whole nine yards. But we'll be there on Sunday. Here is more about Big Orange Phillies, Mr. Viles. Gary Viles here. I want to personally invite you to North Knoxville's newest sports bar and restaurant. It's Big Orange Phillies, located in Black Oak Center. And yes, folks, it's happening in halls. Big Orange Phillies offers family-friendly environment with homemade meals and the best deli South subs around. Billiards, darts, jukebox, shuffleboard, and cornhole, and a full bar. We also offer valet parking on weekends and during special events. We even have a covered back patio. It's happening at Big Orange Phillies. We want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. This is Al's Desk Barbecue Supply, so come on in and see all the different rubs and sauces we have, plus a complete line of Green Mountain Grills. Don't be overwhelmed. We have plenty of help so you can produce the best barbecue in a maze for your family and friends. Barbecue is America's food. We'll do what we can to bring you all the best products. We're Al's Nest Barbecue, but Chattanooga goes to grill. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get to Vasty Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasty, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vasty's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vasty Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. All right, so today's tough question, where be we? And we want you to subscribe and like this video so that we show up on your Twitter feed more often. I'm sorry, your YouTube feed. And um, John talking about the jerseys going back. Rather have the black jerseys instead of gray, but nothing beats the home orange jersey. Uh, Ball stake saying Josh Heupel gets me so hype. Josh Heupel. Talking about the ball walk is just amazing. What do you expect him to say? Man, I hate the ball walk. All right, so Amanda, what is today's question? I mean, I just got to be honest with you. Um, Somebody comes in and says, boy, I hate this new school that I just hired me traditions. I can't stand them. You are happy today, aren't you? Nobody says that. Nobody says I hate running through the T. I just got hired for four million a year. Hate it. Yeah, but some people just say like, "Oh, it's great." That's fair. All right. So today's tough question is: So the NCAA is asking for schools to rat each other out on NIL violations. Which team do you think will be ratted out the most? Okay. We already have votes. Ball Stake was talking about the new Josh Heupel interview. I know. I'm just joking. Are we already already have votes? Okay, what do we got? Yeah, so we have leaving the pack is Tennessee, actually. So we I put Tennessee as the fourth. I went as the fourth because of Nico, and I just I haven't heard as much about USC considering 
they look like they might be losing somebody to Texas or Texas A&M, sure. one of the Texas schools. So I went with Tennessee in the fourth. But it's Miami, Texas, Texas A&M, and Tennessee. And Tennessee's leading. Miami is second. Texas A&M is third. And Texas has zero votes. Did I want to tell you that some kids would not be down with making the trip to the Big Ten repeatedly? Didn't I mention that? Yeah, they haven't lost anybody yet, though, since that happened. It's a slow roll, though. I mean, I think they're thinking it. I think they're they're taking their time if they're already committed. And they're like, eh. Really- a lot of kids are doing this though. Like when people said, okay, people, you know, kids that commit, they, they most 90% of the time sign with these schools. It's not looking that way this year. We've already had like 10, 10, like decommitments. Well, we're only though in what the, the fifth year, this early signing period. I mean, Things take two or three years to settle and coaches to find their way. So I think what the coaches are finding this year is a commitment doesn't mean anything. Just like it didn't mean anything before. Keep going after you. I know, but people argued for a while that, oh, it's 90, you know, 90% of kids are going to commit and they're going to stay committed. And the NIL is showing that that is not the case. No, I would like to, my, I always wanted the second signing day. <coughs> be in that's right. I always wanted the second signing day to be in August. So that the diehard kids that grew up, you know, Florida State fans or whatever fans, they're going to go to that school. So you just get them out of the way and they're sewn up and they don't have to worry about calls from recruiters and they're done. I was told by somebody at Tennessee that Dave, that's the dumbest idea you've ever came up with, which tells me it would not benefit Tennessee. So if it would not be Tennessee, then they're not going to be real happy with it. So it wouldn't benefit any school because what the second signing day is what December. Well, now it would benefit. No, it would benefit schools that are slaying it, like Georgia and Alabama. Right, it wouldn't have to go and recruit, continue to recruit the kids they already had. Correct. And that Tennessee recruits more nationally. It would not be good for them. I was told. Right, but well, when is the second si- second signing day? The second, the first signing day is in December. The second is in February. So I think I know why they probably would rather not do that because if a kid signs and commits in August, you have to give them that scholarship. Correct. Once they sign that letter of intent, you've you've reached out, given the scholarship, they accept it. As things stand now, you have to. It's basically a year contract on your end. Is that the question you're asking? Yes. So these kids are juniors right now, right? They're they're going into their senior season. Right. Not following. Injuries. From the school's perspective or? Yes. From the school's perspective. You have, you've reached out to these kids. You've said, okay, here, this is your offer. You can take that offer back. If that kid um, gets hurt. Yes, you can take it back. No, I'm yes. telling you that yeah, m- most schools wouldn't like it. The schools that would like it would be the ones that are dominated in, in recruiting. Because Unless they would, those kids get hurt, and then that's a wasted scholarship that they've given away. You can always put on medical. I mean, if, if it were an injury to the point that they're not going to recover, you could put on a medical scholarship. 
I mean, really, what kind of injuries are those anymore? I mean, there's very few. I mean, ACLs are just like routine now, which seems crazy. And I wonder, you know, the the one that I guess is the worst for an athlete right now, maybe. Now I'm talking about not life-threatening, okay, just athletic-threatening, um, would be maybe the probably the Achilles still. Is that the worst one? That's- Achilles or the the hip thing where people have, like, that tendon on the hip bone that comes off of the hip bone. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Um that kills people. Uh, the IT band? Is that what it's called? I don't know, but I know that that will kill, not kill you, but that will kill your athleticism. That will take you down. Hard. Well, and the big one, and we're going to have the gentleman on, Jeff Perlman, who wrote the the last sports folk hero. We're going to have him on, Jeff Perlman. He, now he wrote Showtime and Winning Time and, and, uh, and all that stuff, and he wrote The Boys Will Be Boys, the Dallas Cowboys book. But um, we're, we're going to be joined by him to – to talk about Bo Jackson and his new book. But the the thing about it, Amanda, with Bo Jackson, the hip completely shattered out the back. And if you remember when he went down, uh, went out the back of the joint, Deion Grant, who played football for Tennessee and had the great catch against Florida in 98, the one-handed interception, he had the very same injury for the Panthers. So he ended up having a pretty good career for the Panthers. That tells me as time has gone on, that's more manageable. But um, that mean I want it. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want it. Uh, I wouldn't want the Tua either, where it was just like a common, like just a regular tackle. I didn't. And what bothered me though about that is I know it's a regular tackle, didn't look terrible, but they showed that over and over and over and over. Why? Well, I'm, I'm actually glad you brought that up because that was a very similar injury I was told in the Bo Jackson injury. So that tells you that it is recoverable. Now, medical technology has progressed to that point. Medical technology is needed sometimes. Sometimes just CBD treats will do the job. And that's why craft treats will take care of you. They take care of, oh, that beautiful, beautiful dog, Ava, that Amanda just loves. And because... Ava's not the brightest dog, and CBD cannabinoids tend to raise intelligence, which a lot of people don't know. I'm kidding. She's a very bright dog. But it does help her with her situational anxiety. You woke up in a mood today. Our bright anxiety, all that fun stuff. I'll take care of you. That is chose violence. You chose violence today. Treats.com. Coach Lance joins us. He's in front of the dry erase board. Somewhere. Look at, look at Amanda's shirt. I got it. I got it last night. Twinsies. I know, twinsies. I got mine too. Thank you very much. I'll, I can put it on, but I would have to change in, in front of the camera, and then that would be bad forever. Yeah, now go ahead. Just go ahead and do it. It's fine. Oh my gosh. We're doing it. Okay. I was like, we're really doing it. We're really. We're really it looks good on you. It looks better on you than it does on me. And that's saying something because I look good in this. Thank you. you. I'm, a, I'm a winner. So, you are. Yeah. You're undefeated. What's the, what's the record now, Coach Lance? Well, it's still 150 and 0. It doesn't change. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. All right. Do so, you have, can you see that? Is that backwards? Yes, they're all backwards. It's okay. We get it. Do it. Well, okay. it says 150 and 0, not 0 and 21 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, 
<laughs> All right. So we're going to play a little bit of message board bingo with Coach Lance as we do. Let's every, do it. But we do it with Coach Lance on every Friday. So that is turning into quite the tradition. It is message board bingo where Amanda LaFrada will read a post by a message board fan. And then it's up to Coach Lance and I to determine what message board that was posted on. So mm-hmm. is it challenging for us? Yes. Is it difficult? Yes. But we do this because it's all about the viewers. Yeah. It's about the people. Yes. It's for the people. Yes. It's for the people, by the people, run by the people. It's the people. All right, Amanda, what do we got? All right. Furthest you could ever throw a football in your prime, Coach Lance. Furthest I could throw a football in my prime? Yes. Football fields length, 100 yards. 100 yards, that's what I Yeah, said. goal line to goal line, Dave. Yeah. That's yeah. tested a lot. Okay. <laughs> All right, Amanda, what do you got? All right, so can't and won't listen to a woman announce a football game. I can do sideline female reporters if they are good on looks. Knowledge is not that important, but it helps. I don't want to listen to anyone tell me anything about anything. They have no experience participating in a woman announcing football fits that category. (laughs) So somebody incredibly sexist. Oh, it's three people. There's three okay. people from this fan base that have. And this is probably not that uncommon to be, to be real with you. There's probably more people out there that think this than we care to pay attention to. But um, well, that I could be anybody. Also, yeah, but I think it's also because the people, the one person that they have announcing a football game, is like the worst voice. She struggles a little bit. But 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 it's not because she's female. Doris Burke is one of the best NBA people out there. She's awesome. I don't care if it's sideline or color commentary. No. Um, I will. I mean, can we? Ha- is this nationwide? Yeah, I mean, can we get a hint? This one's really hard. Maybe we should go down to like conference. Okay, it's SEC. That's, that's it's SEC. I will go with Alabama because. They have alcohol at the stands now, and they're all drunk. I like the way your head is, but the all drunk thing. I'm going to go with Kentucky. It's LSU. It's LSU. The fan base has some sexists that do not want women announcing in the booth. They're all drunk. They're all drunk all the time. Yeah. Fun town at New Orleans. All right, okay. so I'm up 1-0. No, you're I- not. No. What? You guessed, you guessed Alabama. Thank but you. But I followed it up with, sounds like LSU. You could follow it up with every single team in the SEC. doesn't mean you get it. I was going to follow up with LSU, too, but you just beat, beat me to it. There you go. Okay, fine. Fine, fine. All right. Uh, zero to zero. Zero to zero. Okay. Dakota's referring to the Kentucky game last year in which apparently there was a female announcer that Tennessee fans didn't care for. Good morning, Orange Blood to you. I, I didn't see that game. I have to, when I write about games, I have to turn them down because I will subconsciously steal like a little tidbit of something they say. So I have to turn them all the way down. So I never hear announcers. So I'm the worst person to ask about announcers. Sorry, man. Go ahead. 
You're fine. But Jill plagiarized, so that's good. Where's my music? Oh. Honestly. Oh, I come on the show for the music. Zach. Exactly. All right. Miami has 100% missed payments with at least one recruit confirmed. Can you repeat the statement? Yeah. So Miami has 100% missed payments with at least one recruit confirmed. Oh, 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 I know who this is. I'll even let you go first. I guarantee I know who this is. Well, I'm just going to go Florida State. That's a good guess. I'm going to go Florida. It's Florida. Boom goes the dynamite. Davis Hooker. Can okay. you feel that? Cyclical. Goes in a circle. All right. 1 0. 1 0. This is the first time I've ever been losing in my life. Right You're now. not going to lose. It's fine. <clears throat> Starting to think this is an 11 or 12 win team. Our defense looks nasty and will rival anything we've put out since 2000. Daniels is a top tier quarterback that should run the RPO well. Once the O line starts to gel by conference, we will be cooking with gas. Only tight game I'm seeing is Bama, and that could still be a toss-up. We come in balls. That's B A W S. I don't really know. I, I don't. I don't get what that is, but that's fine. Uh, balls. Okay, you said that he could go first, but no, it's not Georgia. Well, then that doesn't count. Coach Lance, I will give you a hint. Okay. It's someone that we've discussed, and it's not Florida. Someone that hates women. Right. So so it must be um, LSU. Yes. Way to go, Coach Lance. Right here. LSU fans are really taking a beating on this bit. Boom. Uh, they're the they're worst, apparently, LSU fans. All right. All right, Amanda. What do we got now? Okay. Okay. Is that going to be a good one or do we end tied tied? No, this one's fantastic, but you're just oh, going to have to bear with me. That's your life in it, mate. Okay. No. When the- fantastic. That, that's like a – I see what you did there with fan. This yeah. is great. This is great. So when the really hot broads with the big come around, they dump their high school sweethearts in a heartbeat. How demeaning it must be for these coaches, grown men who have had to babysit a recruit and blow smoke up his for a for over a year, only to have him stab them in the back at the end. And by the way, F U Nick Saban. Yeah. <laughs> Texas AM. I'll go Texas. Notre Dame. Notre Dame, the Notre Dame firing fighting Irish. That the was firing tough. Irish. Yes. That was yeah. not very uh, religious of, of you to say it, that. It says Dame. Notre Dame is just a starter wife for recruits. <laughs> a starter wife? What, is, what actually is a starter wife? I, I don't know. I don't I guess it's like the person that gets married and then it's like Jennifer Aniston was for Brad Pitt. Like you married Jennifer Aniston I and then marrying Bruce Willis, right? No, Bruce. No, what? I'm thinking Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Kutcher, 
No, Brad Pitt has never married Kutcher. a man. Kutcher. 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 Brad Pitt married Jennifer Aniston and then did Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Angelina Jolie and then mm-hmm. jump ship. Well, who is Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis was Jimmy married. Moore. To Jimmy Moore. Moore, yeah. So Ashton Kutcher married. is one of his kids, right? Ashton. <laughs> yes, Ashton's one of his children. Yes. I don't understand what we're doing here. I, Listen, I just really got an, don't. an important comment here. Coach Lance looks like the next actor for Spider-Man. And I I agree. Oh, did you really? Okay, I'm officially now James Woods. I have a yeah. nickname for Amanda, but um, I don't think she'll like it, so I haven't brought it up yet. No, go ahead. Let's see. Let's hear it. Oh, no, no. No, you you are you are choosing time. violence today, Dave. So let's, let's hear go. it. No, no, no. It's a nice one. Now I'm going to change it, make it something super nice because I'm scared of you. So no, go ahead. Go ahead, it's the, gifted, it's the gifted one. How about that? No, I just thought I, I looked at your when I so I thought that uh, when I looked at your name on the screen, it could be uh, Alf, Amanda Lafrada, A L F, and it made me think of Alf. Alf, Dave. You yeah, really did choose violence today. But you like cats, so that's why I didn't bring it up. You asked me to bring it up. Just Alf. Uh, Alf's a good nickname. Alf was a TV star. I mean. Yes. Don't you remember I, Alf, Amanda? Yes, I remember no, she's Alf. she's like 20 years old. She doesn't remember Alf. No, right. thank you. This do is why I like Coach Lance. Do you eat cats? No, I don't eat cats. What is wrong? Is that because I'm a quarter Korean? No, it's because this entire oh, show is racist. It's and because yeah. no, it's because racist, Alf, and I'm done with it. Alf ate cats. Good I can't Korean. believe it, Amanda, that you and I both are a quarter Korean. That is that is that is so cool. Quarter I'm, Korean, and he's telling me I eat cats. Actually, we're three quarters uh, Korean because I'm a quarter Korean as well. No, you're not. Probably not. Well, you got red hair. You're both 100% winners, is what you are. That's what we're shooting for. All right, uh, with the mouth, uh, with the uh, Alf and Coach Lance and Dave Booker. So you don't like no, you... we're dropping that nickname, Alf. You don't like? Okay, that's done. Gonna... All right, uh, Coach Lance. The stare. What's that? She's giving you the the evil eyes. Don't <laughs> don't pr- proceed with caution from this point forward. Yes. All right, uh, Coach Lance, what's coming up in your world? Because I know that it is. We're not done. We have... Okay, we're we not... have more. Okay, we're not. We're tied <laughs> one to one. Dave's trying to get me off this show because he knows I'm gonna, I'm gonna win. Yes. All right. All right. It wouldn't bother me if his mom got a really bad toothache tonight and caused her some non-sleep time. Just saying. Some of these. I don't know. <laughs> me way too hard. All right, I'll give you more. All At right. the end of the day, he's a loser that took the easy way out and took a payday from the slimy SEC schools, and I don't wish him well. I'm glad crybaby Nick Saban got his way once again. He's such a cheating POS. Yeah, I'm going to say, did Lincoln Riley... Get away from the SEC. 
by going to Southern Cal because Oklahoma is going to be in the SEC. So I'll go Oklahoma. So it's a, they're talking about a person that decommitted and flipped. I'm sorry. I thought they were talking about a coach. Okay. Yeah. Then wow. I have zero idea. Just recently decommitted from a big school. It's up to you, Coach Lance. I, I, I'm, I don't know. I have Texas and Ole Miss in my head for some reason. Neither one. There of is, are- Coach Lance. This is also a um, school that we've talked about today. Uh huh. Texas A&M. They are Florida State. Terrible. Um, LSU. They're not great. No, they Kentucky. are. Um, they have starter wives. Georgia. F. U. Nick Saban was also in that. Um, <laughs> I have short-term memory loss. I can't remember. They are, they are from Ireland. Um, oh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I win. I win. Coach Lance wins. Woo! 151-0. We appreciate the time. We will visit with you um, in uh, – how about a week? How's that sound? Yeah. If you can wait a week to, to see me, then that's fine. Uh, some people can't go that long, but it's a challenge. It's a yeah. challenge. Thank you, Coach Lance. I appreciate that. And what do you have coming up? Um, just you know what, football season is kicking off in 13 days for the Vols, so we've got some videos coming out. We'll be predicting some games, doing some press conferences, talking to some people. You're going to want to see it. It's comedy at its finest. So, no, no question about it. You're ready. Thank you, Coach Lance. I appreciate that, Coach Bye. Lance. Join us each and every Friday, so that should be a lot of fun. Viles Automotive Group is a lot of fun with integrity right there on Callahan Drive. On Callahan Drive, you can get the selection that you may have trouble finding elsewhere at Viles Automotive Group. You also can get financing. They do it right there, and they keep you going with car service and repair work, and that is when you need the integrity for sure. No question about it. So, Tennessee will meet with the media briefly. It'll just be Josh Heupel this afternoon as the Vols are kind of on a two-on, two-off sort of schedule. So they had yesterday off. They'll have preseason camp today, uh, depending on when you're watching, might be as you speak. And then they will have uh, another day's worth of camp on Saturday. And then on Sunday, we'll uh, have plenty of coverage of the big event there at Big Orange Phillies on Sunday and also we will have uh, interviews that we're looking forward to with Cooper Mays and Jake Warren as part of the Vol Report. So a lot going on. We're back in two minutes. Why you tell us about Viles Automotive Group, Mr. Viles? This is Gary Viles here, Viles Automotive on Callahan Drive. I've been selling cars here in East Tennessee for 27 years. In that time, I've come to realize it's not about the car. It's about you, the customer. So I'm here to take care of you just like family. Good credit, bad credit, you name it, we can get you taken care of. If we don't have it, we can find it for you. We go across the country to get any vehicle that you want. And here at Viles Automotive, we don't believe in fake numbers. We just give you great deals. And as always, we want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get the Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. 
At Bassey's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Bassey Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. This is Steve Rain. I own the Midnight Oil and Michelin Tire Direct service station here in Ottawa. It's not a fancy place, never has been, but it's a clean place with clean restrooms and good folks who work here. We sell gas, fix cars, nothing glamorous, but we love what we do, and we're going to keep doing it for a long time to come. There's not many real service stations left, and that's a shame. We're the guys just like the guys back in your hometown. We'll fix your tire, change your oil, and put a new set of Michelins on your car. If you want a Twinkie, you'll just have to keep on going. Thanks for the business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Dare to compare. All right, it is time for the fall report before we get to coming up uh, a recap of today's tough question and also this day in uh, sports history. Here's two minutes with uh, Josh Ward at the Sports Animal talking about Rue McCoy. Will and when he be eligible because it is just 13 days until it's football time in Tennessee get close. But you pointed out very quickly, you're getting Getting close to game week. You're six days away as of this taping from game week. So at that point, you've, you've got to have a really good idea or he has to – the main plan is he has to sit the bench for the most part. Yeah, I mean, at some point, you're trying to get reps for who will start. And if you don't know if somebody's going to play, he's not going to get all those first-team reps. So they'd like to get in, uh, some kind of decision. Now, he will have been practicing with the first team. So – if Monday of game week, three days to go, whatever, Tennessee gets word that Brew is good to go to go to play in the Ball State game, then he's going to play in the Ball State game. Maybe he starts, maybe he doesn't. Uh, there'd be a quick rotation probably either way. But uh, it, it's just the, the staff wants to know. Obviously, the player wants to know. Tennessee fans want to know for many reasons. They're tired of having this feel like an annual conversation probably because it does feel like every year there's there's an Aubrey Solomon, then there's a Cade Mays, there's Byron Young last year, basketball, there was Uros Plavsic. So I think Tennessee fans are tired of, one, having to have this kind of conversation, two, almost expecting something bad to come out of it. Now, for Byron Young, it was only a couple of games. For Cade Mays, it was only a game there. Uh, Aubrey Solomon was up until the deadline, about as close as it could be. So for Brew McCoy, for Tennessee, they would like to get an answer as quickly as possible. But we've probably reached the point where if it got to this point, then you'd say, okay, well, there's some level of worry that starts to creep in. And that's the conversation now. So, uh, Amanda, at what point do you start to, if you're a coach, look at the Brew McCoy situation and say, this affects my playbook and what you can do in the open? You had to have a Brew McCoy playbook and a non-Brew McCoy playbook because you always knew that this was a possibility. I think if you're a good coach, and I believe Josh Heupel is, you, you've you already 
had this in your mind before, you know, two weeks until you play, less than two weeks until you play. You've had this going in your mind already. You've had this planned out. There's been a, okay, if Brew's here, we have these plans. We're going to do this. We're going to run this. If Brew's not here, we're going to switch to this. He's one of those dynamic players you have to plan around, but also you have to plan to be without. So I think they've had that the entire time. Agreed. The conversation brought to you by Zool Beer Company with Josh Ward. Zool Beer Company with the panoramic views downtown is your place to hang out. Zool Beer Company worldwide award-winning craft beers, the official craft beer of off-the-hook sports. I almost wonder if you have like a, a handful of plays, six, eight plays. So I, I'm talking about basically middle of next week, if you still don't know, if you have six to eight plays that you work because, I mean, let's face it, Tennessee's not opening with Alabama, okay? So you, you have six to eight plays that you're ready for him to go and you feel comfortable with and you work them in at practice. And if he's a no go, then you don't run those six to eight plays. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. The, the one thing, Amanda, we, we really don't know is how ready is he from a mental standpoint, because you have to be careful about how many first team snaps you give him, I would think. And then on the flip side, Tennessee's coaches, you know, if they're wondering about other guys, are they giving him the same look? I don't know. I just don't understand why these decisions can't be made sooner. Maybe it's Southern California's fault. Maybe it's the NCAA's fault. I don't know. But the this has been going on now for decades. Whether it's the old Prop 48 kids, you remember the junior college kids who didn't quite have the numbers so they could come in and sit a year. You had those. You had junior college transfers. Actually, the Prop 48 was high school. I stand correct. And you had all those guys. But in each situation transfer or not this part is nothing new waiting around on the ncaa with your thumb you know where is nothing new whatsoever no, it's just, not. amanda it befuddles me how there can be so much money floating around the ncaa can't get that done and be staffed correctly it just uh. well i mean as chris landry told us the ncaa is also losing a lot of money in litigation and in lawsuits and what have you. I don't know how we don't know about those or how that's not like main news. Breaking news, the NCAA, because everything else seems to be breaking news. So, I think it goes, I thought about that. I'm sorry to interrupt. But I think it goes back to the Madden thing with the Ed O'Bannon thing. And mm-hmm. I think it all goes back to that. So they fought that instead of saying, okay, you can have some and coming to some sort of an agreement. That will forever be Mark Emmert's stamp on college football is that he wouldn't agree and it ends up getting blown up with NIL money that was like the Wild West. Sorry. And what a great, what a great legacy he leaves behind. That was a great plan, wasn't it? So perfect. Yes. That's perfect idea. I just the NCAA is obviously not getting it done, and I don't know what needs to happen or what needs to change. If the college football playoff needs to take over, if there should be a governing body for each individual sport, maybe, because we know basketball doesn't work quite like football does. You know, nothing works quite like football does. So I don't know if we need a governing body that just does, that just deals with football and then one that deals with basketball and then one that deals with everything else. I don't know what the answer is. I don't. I know what I would do, as we've discussed. If I were the president, the the stuff I'd do to, to take it on, but I 
other than that, I don't know where we go from here. The mattress place is where you need to go if you need a mattress. They're right there at uh, Chapman Highway, the mattress place. 22 years there, Marine Corps veteran-owned, A-plus accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. And they've got next-day delivering and financing, which is big for those uh, those parents that have students moving into UT right now, just a couple of miles from Pendling Street Bridge. No gimmicks, just 30 70% off each and every day. So then this news, which I can't even remember which originally broke in which state, Amanda, is that NIL money is going to filter down now to the high school level in some cases. And now if you go back and Google, because you can always just go back and Google a story if you want to go back and read it later, there are like five different states that are passing legislation that NIL is going to be available to high school athletes. Okay, so I'm going to give you my thoughts on this, Amanda, strictly from a marketing perspective, which okay, we both have pretty good background in marketing. So this is where I'm coming from. It's not as a fan. It's not as a what should be done, that sort of thing. This is stupid. Okay, the, the whole concept is just stupid. Because, listen, I have gone to a half dozen games, maybe, at my high school since I graduated. And it wasn't to see any one particular player. Now, I've been to a bunch of high school games because places like ESPN paid me to go. But I've only been to maybe a half dozen. That's pushing it, Amanda. Powell High School games where I went to high school after I graduated. And it wasn't. And here's the thing. It had nothing to do with any one of the players. And I know they had the young man a couple of years back. Uh, I believe it was Walter Nolan who went to Florida State, and he was really the number one prospect in the nation. I understand Powell had that. And I, I get all that. I guess that was last year. And people did go to see him. But does that move the needle for any business? I mean, really? I mean, if it's if it's Player X is sponsoring the – Emory Road Woggles. Are you going to go to Woggles because of that? So just the whole concept means that people don't get it. It's not, businesses are not going to do this, Amanda, just to be goody two-shoes and just share some wealth with a young man who's playing for their favorite team. They're going to do it because they think it can benefit their business. And I see no benefit with a high school player benefiting the business. I, there is no benefit of a high school player benefiting your business unless you are just one of those like Bobby's Dairy Dip, which is in Nashville. And it's just a small little ice cream parlor. And maybe he tells all of his friends, this is where I get ice cream, you know, and, and you have an influx of high school students after the game on Friday nights or something stupid like that. But no real business is going to look at these kids and be like, hey, you know, let me use your name, image, likeness, and I'll give you this Ferrari. Like, who's going to do that? And if that does start to happen, we're going to see a lot of repercussions from, from that, especially because these kids are, like, how many times are we going to see either parents pocket the money or, you know, because these are kids. These are still dependents upon their, their parents. They're not, they're my, minors. They're not of age. They're not 18. They're not considered adults. These are children. 
Well, and I want to be really clear, too. So we're talking aside from NIL money being used to induce a young man to go to a college. Now, that's a, whole, that's a whole different bucket of work. And it's supposed to be illegal, but right. continue. Yeah, that's something that's over there. This is over here what we're talking about. So, uh, yeah, ultimately, if a quarterback club, which every school has these, if, if they want to line up together businesses and they want to do that with, with their young men and them get money, they can. Um, but I think you do a couple of things. I think you place the importance of money above the importance of competing and winning every Friday. I do not think there's I, any way that I would have handled it correctly if I did something well in high school and somebody paid me good money to do now, you know, good money. I mean, considerable money to do very little work. I did work. I was an umpire. We made $15 a game, which took about an hour and 15 minutes. So that was a reasonable wage. I wasn't killing it by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> but if, if you told me at 16 that you have this skill and because you have this skill, you can retweet my business and I'm going to pay you $5,000 a month. There is no way, Amanda, I would have handled that correctly as a 16-year-old. No. And you know what? The more we talk about this, the more it seems like this is just a loophole into getting these, you know, the people they're recruiting from sixth grade on. Like these freshmen here, I'll give you this much money, kid in Baton Rouge, because Louisiana is one of the states that allows it. I'm going to give you this much money, kid in Baton Rouge, if you go to LSU. But we're not going to say it's because you are going to go to LSU. We're going to say it's because you play for the school, but you're a highly sought after recruit. So when you're a freshman to the time that you're a senior, I'm going to keep giving you money. But you have to go to LSU in order to, you know, not have to pay me back or or what, whatever. You just have to promise you're going to LSU. And I'll continue to pump money into your pocket as a freshman all the way to a senior and in college, if you go to this, this school, I can see that as being the reason why people are pushing for it so much, but there's actually 15 States that allow it. And only one of them is in the Southeast. Okay. Now, um, can I bring that other pot that we shoved over of NIL as inducement money and bring it into this conversation now? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to pull that into this conversation. Okay. So at what point do we see a middle schooler getting promised an NIL deal to go to a university? Because we probably already seeing we it. Probably already have. You're exactly right. Yeah. Because, you know, Lane Kiffin offered an eighth grader who I happened to total coincidence cover at a camp in Pennsylvania. The guy was clearly not ready. I mean, I've got an 18 year old son. This guy was 15. Um, I just know the difference between a man body and a boy body. And this guy was just not, you know, to, to say that you could even think about offering him and that you knew that he was going to be that good is bull. It's malarkey. What you're doing is you're trying to get a little pub. Not that Lane has ever been known to do that. That's shocking. Yeah, that's, that's stunning. But the guy was not ready. And, When you start doing that, then you're really, I know this sounds, it's going to be so, it's phrased so weird for you because you hate denial altogether. 
but it cheapens in aisle. Because if a business wants to make an investment in a young man because he feels like that relationship helps his business, I got zero problem with it. But if he's making a gamble on a middle school guy or a high school guy, when we get back to the inducements for recruiting, Amanda, you don't know. That's not a wise business investment. That's just trying to be fanboy. If you're, yeah, if you're an alum from the school or you're a big supporter of it or, you know, whatever from this university, then it's a smart thing to do, I guess, to ensure that you get these, these recruits in. I just, this has opened up a can of worms. I mean, it really has this whole NIL going from zero to 60. And I know we're going to have to just adjust to it and yada, yada, yada. But the NIL was not meant to be a recruiting tool. It was meant to be. These players are on your team. They're doing good work. They are, um, you know, everyone's looking at at their name on the back of the jersey and they're helping your university or your football program or what have you be better. And so they should be compensated for that. I don't disagree with that. Compensated millions of dollars, I do disagree with that. I think that people, that these kids should be paid like any other student worker at the university. And there you are. You've paid them. There was. There's never been a problem with people, with kids saying that, oh, I don't have enough money to buy this Lamborghini that I want. It's always been, I don't have enough money for Taco Bell or I don't have enough money to go, you know, out to eat or, or whatever the case may be. Take a girl out or, yeah, I mean. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But this whole, like, we should give this 18-year-old kid or even, I don't know, how old is Nico? He's 17 right now. 17. So you've allegedly, I'm not saying it's happening, you have promised a 17-year-old kid $8 million? Does no I, one think that that's wrong? There's all kinds of potential pitfalls. It, it may work out. He may be the next Peyton Manning, but there are all kinds of potential pitfalls for that not to work. None of this makes sense. It really doesn't. And I think if even if the NCAA doesn't start cracking down, like the kid, the quarterback from LSU that said, peace out, I'm taking my NIL deals and I'm going home, that that will surely start, you know, people will start to be like, well, maybe don't don't give them all this money because you can't give them NIL money based on performance. So they could not pull that money from him. And if this doesn't start it, I think the NFL might get into it once these kids are in college making $8 million and decide, you know what, I don't really want to go to the NFL where I'm going to get my head bashed in, have CTE, and then, you know, possibly die when I'm 54 or whatever because I have too much injury to my brain. They're going to say, I'm going to take my $8 million and I'm going to get my degree and I'm going to do something else in, in life instead of putting my body out there just to, to be a, basically a punching bag. I think the, the NFL is going to have a problem with the NIL and it's all going to come just big chaos. I opinion. think we're already pretty much at the point of a big chaos. Um, yeah, so Orange Blood with uh, a good point if the player is a rare talent i remember when ron mercer was in high school people came from all around to see him play that level of player could be worth the money well no that's true um 
basketball is a little bit different. We've been talking exclusively about football. Basketball is a little different. There is that one in every three or four years type of player that you will go out of your way to go see play. Unfortunately, LeBron James was that type of player. But also amplified on the front of Sports Illustrated and everything. Yeah, exactly. But also there are different roles for basketball versus football. And, and rightly so. Basketball, it's a one and done. And before that, it was not even a one and done. It was you're going you can go straight to the NBA. You know, I don't they've gone back and forth on that role. So I know LeBron went straight to the NBA. So right. that's a little bit different than a kid going to college or a football player because a football player going to college has to be there for three years. You know, they're not Dakota saying, I hope Nico isn't the next Peyton Manning. I hope he's better. Well, if that's the case, you've done pretty well. Uh, John Todd saying, make uh, NIL money unavailable till 18. But again, John, I go back to Amanda. Did you have a job before you're 18? I bet you did. You're a worker. I started when I was 14. Okay. So, what did, what did you do before you were, when you were 14? So when I was 14, I was at, like, I dealt with small, small children at a camp, like it's a camp counselor kind of thing from 7.30 to 3.30. And we would just have to do basically, you know, summer school teachers is pretty much what I was. Just well, daycare. I, I umpired um, when, starting when I was 16. So I was at 18. So to go to John's point, make NIL money unavailable till 18. I don't think that's legal. I mean, I, I think that's the issue the NCAA has had and will continue to have and is having with, with some of these rules that they put into place with no legal foundation to stand on. I don't think you can tell a young man at Powell High School that he can't sponsor an HVAC company or be a part of a campaign and make a couple hundred bucks. I don't think you can tell him that. And there's a difference between a couple hundred bucks for saying, okay, you know, you're doing a job for the school, basically. You're doing a job to to help the school, yada, yada, yada. There's a difference between that and offering a 17-year-old $8 million. Oh, that, I, a couple hundred bucks is not life-changing. $8 million I, is life-changing. Well, I agree, but a couple hundred bucks doesn't sound like a lot nowadays but i tell you what a couple hundred bucks could get me into a lot of trouble when i was 18 years old on a saturday night yeah but that's up to your parents because you're a minor but but the but the flip side is just as a person um well parenting is another another point entirely but uh, as a person i was so tired from umpiring baseball games 12 games in a day that i didn't want to go out on a saturday night and spend my money so that's just the as a person, if you work so hard for it, you appreciate it. My point is, if these young men get it and they've done very little for it and they have extra free time and they don't appreciate the money, what kind of foundation in terms of financial discipline, in terms of personal discipline are you building? Not I mean, a very you're, No, you're not. But that's not seemingly, as we've said multiple times, money is what is important in society. No one cares about all of that. No one cares that if you give a 16 year old a Ferrari, the likelihood of them running it into a tree increases exponentially. No one cares about that. They're not looking out for the kids. They can say they're looking out for the kids. Oh, this is about the kids. This is not about the kids. 
I'm sorry. It's not about the kids. This Dakota, is about increasing your business. Agreed. Dakota brought up a good point. I think the kids getting these huge NIL deals should be mandatory to go through financing classes, how to manage your money and what to invest in, et cetera. I've said before that I think being a professional athlete should be a degree that you can choose. I mean, that's fair. It's it's kind of a business degree, to be honest. It's like a business accounting degree, which is, is that's a fair point. It should be. I think that what needs to happen in college is there needs to be contracts implemented like there are in the NFL. They have to implement contracts. You can't. This is just insanity. Like if I were if I were a college, you know, athlete, I would say, OK, yeah, you're going to give me however many millions to go to this school for now. And then I'm going to grab that and I'm going to leave. I'm going to go. I will play for a year and then I'll go to the transfer portal so I can see who's going to offer me more money to go to their school next. No now, contracts, no liability issues, no responsibility. For both sides. Yeah. And I'm just thinking out loud now, there was a point in which you had to be 21 I have no idea why, but you had to be 21 or your parents had to sign your national letter of intent. Now, this is years ago. OK, I, I is that still the point? Would they still have to sign off on all these things that we're talking about? Is it 21 or is it 18? I don't know. I mean, I, I but I guarantee if I'd have been Mark Emmert over the past decade, I would have figured it out. I mean, you I think done something. Yeah, you could put something. me in your room and we would have come out with something better. Yeah, and, just something. Yeah, but I've long said that I've got zero problem with a kid coming in, especially in basketball. Let's take Kentucky as an example. A kid coming in and say, saying, hey, let's let's be real here. Barring an injury, I'm gone in a year. Okay, the one and done rule. It's obvious. I, yeah, I want to major in how to handle my finances. Now, I mean, all you, all you have to do, you realize how dumb the one and done rule is, right? Because all you have to do is pass six hours of classes. They literally could be like I did in my last semester. I realized I had four electives. So I took um, walking, I took bowling, I took racquetball and something else. Because, yeah, I had four <laughs> because I had four general electives. So why not? So I did it, but you could you could almost you could do that as a one and done player in basketball, and all you have to do is reach your six hours to be eligible for postseason play, so you can take part in March Madness. That rule still applies. That's all you have to do. You have to pass six hours. I think the one and done is going to be done. Done. This is going to be a non-entity moving forward because of the NIL stuff. Because if you are a player. In college basketball, do you want to do the one and done and then go to the NBA and then have to do the D League and all that crap? Or do you want to stay, make millions while you're in college for four years and then go to the NBA and make more? Do you think Kentucky has ever had a player that showed up as a one and done and never had a textbook or never picked up a pencil or never had a notebook? Yes. That wouldn't surprise me. Every school's had that. Every school's had that. I'm sorry. Not I even, went to Tennessee. I, I mean, saw it. Well, literally pick up a pencil. Like, do you think you could get through? So you sign with Kentucky and you start playing and like uh, you start practicing in July. You show up in June. 
could you get through until you drop out at the end of the semester, your fall semester, which you're going to, because you're not going to go to any classes. So you're essentially academically dropping out at that point. You're playing basketball and then you're outie outie. Could you not pick up a pencil the entire time at Kentucky? <laughs> could you do that? Why couldn't you? I don't know. I use a pencil a lot. Seems like it would be di difficult. A lot of people don't use pencils or writing materials at all anymore. A lot of people just use their computers. Pedigo Chattanooga, locally owned store where you'll be treated like family is the region's foremost electric bike experts. They put their hearts into helping you find the perfect electric bike and get the most out of it for many years to come. Pedigo e-bikes, they've got rentals. They're the very best way to experience Chattanooga and beyond. Pedigo Chattanooga. And Orange Blood saying work ethic and financial discipline is the must for everyone. Agreed. Uh, even if you're an elite talent, someday you won't be. Absolutely agreed. And Mitchell saying, uh, it's not a bad thing, though. Gives some of these one and dones an actual opportunity to earn a degree. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I, I will say this, too. The one thing that everybody needs to remember that gets so forgotten sometimes is that players are at really any reputable school allowed to come back and get their degree. So, you know, if any of these guys go pro, it's not like the university just says, don't let the door hit you on the back end on your way out the door. I mean, there's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of good things that happen um, in terms of being a student athlete, even if you do. There, there's a difference, though. When you come back after that, you actually have to probably do your own work and actually get your degree yourself in college while you're playing you're probably not doing that much, to be honest. That's true. Now, I'm not saying that like an elite former player couldn't come back mm -hmm. and say, oh, man, give me some help. Probably. But I'm for sure. the most part, you're right. When they come back, they have to actually do their own work. Yeah. Which if sure. you bust it in the NFL and you come back. Yes. Uh, yeah. They, they'll be like, well, okay. Glad to see you. What is your name again? Yeah. Go ahead. You can you yeah. can be in this class, but you're gonna have to do the work like everybody else. You're not special anymore. Yeah, you 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 may look slightly familiar, but not really. Not um, compared to the guys on the field at the moment. All right, this day in sports history is now. What happened? What were people talking about in days past that we can riff off of right now? This day in sports history, putting things in perspective exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. You're so old. When you were a kid, rainbows were black and white. And Amanda LaFrada. You kids on the block just called. They wanted you as a backup dancer. All right, Amanda LaFrada, this day in sports history. What do we got? I had two. So in 1995, Mike Tyson returns to the ring after serving three years in prison. And DQs Peter McNeely in 89 seconds. That poor guy, Peter McNeely. I remember that fight. I remember him getting out of prison. Peter McNeely did a little bit of trash talking before, which is usually Why not a good people idea. Do that? <laughs> Especially when you're going against Mike Dyson. I still remember it. You know, like, I'm just another fighter, or he's just another fighter. That whole thing that you say that really is not true. He's not just another fighter. He's an incredible fighter. 
He um, went to prison, man. He went to prison. Yeah. He didn't go in there and get like less tough. No. And I did see it. It's so odd that you brought that up. I saw an interview with him uh, last night that he was talking about how he was just a regular guy in prison. Nobody gave him a hard time. Well, of course not. Because he would. Seeing you punch people in the eyeball and fracture their face. Like. Okay. So did nobody had to stand up in the cafeteria, the prison cafeteria, and say, this just in, don't mess with that Mike Tyson guy. I think it was pretty much assumed. Yeah, didn't he have, Is does he have the face tattoo? Yes. And did he have that when he went to prison? He did not. Or maybe he got it on the inside. I don't know. No, he got it on the outside. Oh, okay, on the outside. I like how when I say like say it like that, I feel like I'm hip. The inside, the outside, you know. Back when I was on the inside, you know, doesn't that sound cool to say it like that? I don't. I don't. I've never been on the inside, so I don't really know. Huh, fair enough. I've All only right. felt the outside. Gotcha. All right. So yeah, we've only been on the outside. We haven't been in, in prison. At least Amanda says she hasn't. No, um, I haven't been in prison. Would I go to prison for something? Yes, I would. I'm not scared. What would you go to prison for? Um, I've already told David, and if you ever cheat on me. Okay. No, I'm going to tell you. It's fine. I don't mind. I'll, I'll tell anybody. Yes. Not that he would ever cheat on me. But if you do, I will go to prison. There's no divorce. You will die, and I will go to prison, and I'm fine with that. That's good. Yep. Orange is, new, Orange is the new Amanda. All right, so what else happened on this day in sports history? So in 2001, PGA Championship Men's Golf Atlanta Athletic Club, David Toms won his first major title by one stroke from Phil Mickelson. You hate to see it. You, you just despise so, now, don't you? I cannot stand him. I've never liked him. I don't you care. You didn't like him before? No, the... I did not like him. Okay. This is a whiny little baby. I don't like him. don't like him. I don't like people that whine. That's the problem. I do not like people that whine. And he always has been a whiny little baby. All right. Well, here's hoping I don't uh, whine anytime soon. So... And off those funny Alf. I didn't let it stick. I thought that was a good nickname just because of your initials. Who wants to be called Alf? Okay, then it's done. No more Alf. On Off the Hook Sports today, you have a piece that is just about to publish. Tell us about it. And then also coverage of Tennessee coach Josh Heifel. So what do we got on offthehooksports.com today, Amanda LaFrada? <laughs> So in Off the Hook Sports, I have my way too early um, picks for week zero and week one in the SEC. The way too early picks, week zero, there's only Vandy at Hawaii, and it's just a show, a (laughs) crap show. I don't really know how else to say that. Yeah, it's just not a great I, I wouldn't be too hyped for this game. I'm not going to lie. So you went ahead and fast-forwarded it? Fast Vanderbilt? 
No, I, I did pick a team, but I just wouldn't be, they're both like just, it's Vandy. Vandy is Vandy, but then Hawaii is rebuilding and it's, I feel like rebuilding should be in their, both of their names. But I, I did, I did make a pick on that one. If it tells you anything, Vanderbilt is favored, but by a lot less than Western Kentucky is favored over Hawaii. Gotcha. Set that reminder. We'll see you 8.30 on Monday. We look forward to it. Complete coverage of Tennessee. We'll have some interviews from over the weekend with some current balls, so that should be a lot of fun. So we will talk to you soon. Again, we remind you, this is a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.